I'm sorry. That's how long it takes me to pee. I know. I had to go pee. Hey, Patreons. It's uh, welcome to the the after show here. I'm not sure how we're going to go along here because, honestly, that episode with Alan took a lot more time than I thought it would. (laughs) As all really good interviews do, you don't want it to end. But, I mean, I have to go with... uh, I think Kyle would agree with me here that when you get a theist to come down to, it's a battle between um cognitive ability and feeling that y- the the people with the evidence on their side kind of win and I, I hate to to make it seem as that's as pedantic as it might be but yeah well I mean, you can't even I mean, you can't even really qualify it as a, a one win one lose it's well, just a different well, no, opinion, but difference it, of opinion but as as well, i hate to say it but as as, as atheists we kind of like to think that we're in the right because we can poke more than enough holes in their beliefs and so when they have nothing else to rely on they can't they can't back up with their stuff with evidence they can't back it up with you know you know something like hey this is true and i'm not shit talking alan alan would agree here but it's just it's a matter of a you know we can go look we have fossil records kind of thing when when it comes to that kind of situation we kind of have to go aha you know I, I don't feel like it's like a, I'm beating my chest going, yeah, or anything like that. But just to say, <laughs> when it comes to if you guys are playing sports ball or something like that, I feel like I have maybe have one goal over the guy, you know? Well, it's, so anyway. yeah, it's a lot of what it, a lot of what it comes down to is, and it's not even so much. It's hard. To put in yeah. It's not even physical evidence versus having no evidence whatsoever. It's just. I know, Look, but there are things that don't make sense, and literal, literal talking snakes, literal two of every animal on the boat, and man, I just, I can't, I can't make that work in my brain. I can't do the gymnastics. I can't do it, and I think that's the reason why we're at differing roads of opinion there. So, <laughs> so anyway, after show, we're gonna talk about a, uh, we're gonna talk about the Bremerton football team here real quick. Because it was truly fucking amazing to see what the Satanic Temple did in Washington. I love those guys. And the the picture that Kyle posted the uh, the <laughs> image of on our on our group the other day was just fascinating because um, we they were if you guys don't know the story there was a coach that was having prayers on the fifty yard line after the end of the games and uh, the foot, the run run tackle balls that they were playing. Mm-hmm. And they were having prayers afterwards at the 50-yard line, which is on school property, and it's a school club, so that kind of shit should just be nipped in the bud. And so the Satanic Temple caught wind of this, and they're like, yeah, you know what? If you're not going to stop this guy from doing that, we're going to come to the field, and we're going to mm-hmm. do our own well, the, prayer. Yeah, the, the Satanic Temple, they were they were actually invited. Um, oh, by one of the students. By, and, by a, and, yeah, by a so, couple of students so. who, had, who, had all, who had previously raised concerns. Yeah. Um, about this, and and the coach had already been told by the district to stop doing it. And so the coach's name is Joe Kennedy, and um, it was great. But at the same time, people of the Satanic Temple showed up there. Uh, they were the members of the Satanic Temple of T- Seattle, uh, dressed in hooded black robes, and some were wearing masks. And the one lady that we we bring up was were wearing the 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 curved horn, like the ram horns, and she looks like Furiosa with. It's just, it's amazing. She, but, uh, I don't, they, 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 they showed up at the field. She's awesome. They showed up at the field ready to go. Mm-hmm. And the people, the students were swarming the fence where they, with the Satanists were standing outside. 
and they were climbing in the fence and they were shaking it and they were holding up crosses and throwing liquids and chanting, Jesus, 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 and yelling at the Satanists to go away. That's just good-hearted Christianity right there, isn't it? That's just the perfect example of these assholes that think, you know, that they don't recognize their own religious, like, privilege. They don't see it. Not by a long shot. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's just ridiculous. So the temple spokeswoman, Lilith Starr, Mm -hmm. obviously a stage name. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not. I don't know. But, uh... They said that the ritual of kneeling at the 50-yard line after games and praying uh, is not nice, or not right, I should say. She said, we want equality for everyone. If one group is allowed to pray, everyone should be, you know, like it should be in this world. Um, But they did, they left the group, they left the field without being able to do what they wanted to do because there was just probably way too much danger for them to go on there and do it. Um, But the the coach who was facing a suspension at the time was in the stands Mm -hmm. and he did pray after they uh won over the town that that they were playing against Mm -hmm. and the the coach is like i'm willing to take this all the way to the end yeah i know he's from the pacific northwest but he sounds like that in my brain (laughs) well he's already one step closer he was he was put on leave uh told not to have contact with the team or the school or anybody else it's just amazing that um, the Liberty Institute has to swoop in once again to try to hold this guy up. So, And I listened to the scathing atheists talk about these guys, and it's like, okay, you have to look at how they're, they're facing this. Like, They're either going to back the guy up and face litigation, the costly litigation that they're going to be found wrong on, or they, uh, they, they kick the guy off the team or kick him out. And they're going to face litigation from the other side, which is going to be costly to the whole to the whole county and everything. So one way, either either way, they're going to get mm-hmm. fucked. So <laughs> I feel yeah. really bad for the Bremerton School District, but at the same time, yeah. Well, I mean, the, like, they don't they be don't, on the right side of it, man. Yeah. Well, he doesn't really have a case against the school district. He's still getting paid. Yeah, he's on administrative leave. He, I believe. He's on administrative leave. He's he's still on contract, so they can't they can't just dismiss him outright. Um. So, so they have to, they have to put him on. And apparently, they're playing better without him. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they have to put him, they have to put him on leave. Um, at this rate, he's probably not going to get his contract renewed. So, so except Liberty Council would be like, ah, we're going to sue for eight point three kajillion dollars because Jesus. So probably, but you know, well, either that, that or he's going to find a team at some sort of Christian academy nearby that'll pay him for tackle ball. I'm sure, I'm so, sure they will. I don't know. That's probably what's more likely going to end up being. Anyway, mm-hmm. we've gone on too long with Bremerton and the Satanic Temple, but it's really <laughs> fucking cool that they did this. Uh, I wanted to talk science real quick because NASA has reported that they successfully successfully tested an engine called the um, the EM drive. You guys might remember uh, that they were talking about the impossibility drive. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not the not the um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy type of improbability drive. Yeah, but they're calling it the EM drive mm-hmm. and it's a experimental system that could take humans to Mars in just 70 days. Mm-hmm. That's fucking boogieing. That's fast. <laughs> Without the need for rocket fuel. So, it's, I mean, they've yeah. tested it and they've come to find out that it's it's potentially going to work. And so it just makes me wonder, like, how many more years are we going to have to go uh, go on and wait until we go out and scoop up Voyager? You know? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, hey, look, we're passing it by. Look, that's something we sent 70 years ago. <laughs> They're not going to scoop it up. 
They're gonna fly out no, to they'll, it. They'll let it keep going. They'll fly out to it, pick it up, tweak it, put a new tweak it a bit, put a new battery in it, put it, maybe put a new engine on it, get it, get it really going out there. Get it really booking, yeah. Yeah. Put this EM drive on it, and then turn around and come home. But it's just it's fan- fascinating to me that NASA is stepping forward and they're like, yeah, it actually kind of works. So, mm-hmm. well, and this is a perfect time for NASA to do it with with the Martian doing as yeah. well as it is in theaters with the book doing as well as it is. People are, yeah. people are going fucking nuts about going to Mars now and, be, and beyond people are all sorts yeah. of space excited again. And it makes me, so happy. it's just like we're, we're we had, and we now have our impulse drive. Now we need to work on the warp engine. Mm-hmm. So we'll get there. It's just <laughs> great that you don't need to have to worry about the rocket fuel because that's, that's honestly one of the things I worry about. I mean, I shouldn't be worrying about it because I'm not an astronaut, but it's just one of those. How are we going to get people propelled from here from point A to point B? And you think about the expense of it all and how much weight they have to carry and all this other shit. It's like, OK, if we ever get our space elevator going, we can carry we can ferry people up and supplies up. And then next thing you know, have them go from dock into Mars and then have another same thing on their planet. And it's a great time to be alive, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is. So. So anyway, we're going to get into uh, Pat Robertson here real quick because we are honestly, it's late and we need to, <laughs> we need to wrap up the show. Uh, we're going to give you guys your, your bang for your buck. So don't worry about that. We're going to go another 10 minutes or so, but Pat Robertson talking about the holiday that we just celebrated uh, yesterday. Well, day before yesterday, as we're saying this now, anyway, here's your buddy, Pat. Well, it used to be called all saints Eve. Now we know it is Halloween, and Saturday is Halloween. Saturday passed. That's mm-hmm. the millions of children and adults will be dressing up as devils, witches, and goblins. Or and Power Rangers. Or superheroes. Dinosaurs. Or zombies. Yeah. Uh, or animals. Or, or, or not, not costumes at all. Or, uh-huh. um, you know, sexy nurses. Sexy so, nurses. Sexy, uh, sexy Muppets. Um, sexy barmaids. Uh, let's see. Sexy. I think I saw a picture of a sexy Pac-Man out there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> waka 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 waka. Indeed. There you go. So anyway, P robes. Let's see what he has to say. To celebrate Satan. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry. I'm trying not to cough. <laughs> like. We're so offended about the holiday we created. <laughs> is he? Is he? Is is that really what he thinks? I don't know. It just it just makes me laugh that that religious people are like, "Oh God, Halloween is so evil. Why did we ever create this holiday that is ours that we created <laughs> because we're religious?" <laughs> oh man, they don't realize that's what they're doing. But uh, there's a woman named Yahan Burns. And she knows better than to mess with the occult. The occult. The occult. <laughs> Jesus. I'm not even going to look into who this lady is, but just, God damn it, man. It's fucking, it's kids going around wearing costumes and going door to door for candy. It's like Christmas. Doesn't mean the same thing as it used to be, you fucking idiots. <laughs> it, it, thank, thankfully, commercialization of all holidays has made it so that the original intent for each one of them is fucking lost in the mix. Uh, it's completely benign, but and we need Charlie Brown characters to remind us about what's going on. So, <sighs> what about the Great Pumpkin? 
and the great pumpkin. Is that the is that the one that he goes off on the diatribe about how we need to be thankful for his saviorship and you know, I mix the two up. I don't know if it's the Christmas one or if it's Thanksgiving. I mean the the Halloween one where he talks about Jesus. I don't know. No, I think it's the Christmas one, but I really I don't know. They're interchangeable to us atheists, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And then I have one last little video clip here where it's a guy called Joel McDermott. And I I didn't think I'd be playing this one, but I can't I can't not play now, it. The problem with that defense is the so-called greatest commandment that he mentioned, uh, love your neighbor as yourselves. Jesus was not giving that as a new commandment. He was not making it up. It was not uh, the grace being uh, instilled in place of Old Testament law. It was, in fact... What if that neighbor likes to be spanked? You know, what if he likes to be... <laughs> what if he likes to be prolapsed? You know, so should he be treating you that way, too? I don't I don't get it. I Well, that that's a stupid commandment. You know, treat others how you'd like to be treated. Well, I I might enjoy a, a good um, pegging every once in a while. So I'm going to do that to my neighbor. Hey, I don't like that. Sorry, but your God told me this is all right. You know, <laughs> how does Alan go his whole life without having coffee? Fuck, dude. <laughs> In fact, Jesus quoting Testament law. In fact, he was quoting the very section of laws we're dealing with right now. Leviticus 19.15. You do not do... You remember all of the the laws that nobody tends to follow anymore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The blended fabrics, the tattoos, Mm -hmm. you know, all this other stuff. You know, trimming your beard and and shaving this... Not shaving, but trimming your hair and everything, you know. The things that Muslims still believe in and, you know, Hasidic Jews and... I bet he he can make a really nice pie with all those cherries. (laughs) I know, right? Injustice to your neighbor. Leviticus 19.18. Love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus said that's the second greatest commandment. So, but I love myself every day. Well, if, it, if it was if that was really the second greatest, the second greatest commandment, why wasn't Should it, it be in the ten? Yeah, why why wasn't it put in the Big Ten? Is that's this funny? Is are that they, like are the, they revising people, the Big Ten? When people are looking at Exodus and they see the Ten Commandments, like you know, you realize there's like a hundred and plus after that, right? You know, <laughs> they give more commandments than just those ten, right? And but but the Big Ten, like I think four of them deal with you know how I am the Lord thy God, thou shalt have no other gods before me, no craven images, no like uh to getting into the what he really should have put in there, you know, like no slavery, you know. Yeah, well, and it's something that I didn't. No raping. Well, something that I didn't want to bring up with Alan because it's real. There's really no nice way to say it, but really, (laughs) the first the first thing you want to look at. If you're ever questioning as to whether or not you're being manipulated, look at whether or not you're being told you can't disagree. Oh, man. Yeah, I didn't even think about that one. Because really, that's in those Ten Commandments. That's when, you know, yeah, you're being asked to do something. You're being asked to do a job. But you can't really disagree with it because of who's asking. Yeah, you're not allowed to say to the Mormon church, like, I don't agree with that. Oh, well, let's have you in a special conference. Let's talk to you. Let's disfellowship you. Let's do this. Let's let's yeah. apply as much social pressure. And I, we talked about it a lot earlier mm-hmm. to get you back in line. It's like, for me, you shouldn't be plied with anything. And he might he said earlier that it had nothing to do with the social pressure. But he doesn't realize that when he's talking about his feelings about a higher being saying that he's going to be disappointing them. Mm-hmm. That is the social pressure. That yeah. is the system that has been put into place to make you feel bad for mm-hmm. not doing something. Mm-hmm. 
or, you know, for touching yourself or for having a coffee or for trying a beer or for you, for the multitude of other things, saying fuck it three times in a sentence, you know. <laughs> it's just, I, okay, maybe you will be seeing something after this, but you know what? In your guys' book, so will I. But you know what? I'm not going to live my life thinking that way. You know, I'm going to live my life as much as I possibly can. That's just why I fucking overate on the the vacation that I was on. It's just, ugh. God damn it. It just kills me. It fucking kills me. Literally. I'm dying slowly over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, back back to this asshole. If you want to wave off the Old Testament laws, you have to wave off that one too, which Jesus quoted, and you can't call it uh, a Christian law anymore. So you have to, if you, if you want Jesus, you have to have Moses as well. And if you, if you want Moses, you have to have Jesus as well. And Jesus said as much, by the way, in the book of John, if you believe Moses, you would believe me. Well, and he does say, like, in the, I think in the New Testament, is like, I have not come to abolish the old laws, but to f- fulfill them or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. I don't care about quoting Bible verses. Most people listening to this don't want to hear that shit anyway. My well, problem- you, you can find one to do whatever you want it to do. Yeah, it's the it literally is the big book of multiple choice, as I steal from the Atheist Experience podcast. Mm-hmm. So, hang on. Me. My problem with what Uganda is doing is not that they are imposing the, the death penalty for homosexuality. I think uh, that in, in a certain uh, place in society, when, when most of the society is Christian, is biblical, uh, that it is perfectly normal. It should be definitely, definitely should be in place homosexuality should receive the death penalty. This is Joel McDermott again, people. This, I did not play this earlier because if we were doing the cockbiter of the week, this guy would have fucking won. Hand, because, you know, hands down, yeah. Hands down, because I don't have a problem with them putting gay, gay people to death. And it just reminds me of the, you know, I didn't say anything when they came for this person. I didn't say anything when they came for this person. And they came for me, and it's like, like, if you really wanted to go by old, like, biblical laws for everything, as Ned Flanders, or no, as uh, Reverend Lovejoy would say, is like, technically <laughs> you can't even go to the bathroom without being a sin. You know, they would find some way, and the Spanish Inquisition did the same fucking thing, where mm-hmm. they found some way of plying you into fucking obedience. <sighs> so, yeah, he thinks that it's perfectly normal for that homosexuality should be a death penalty. Fuck this guy. That's... The point uh, is, mostly Christian nation, uh, that will be a very rare occurrence, if at all. So he thinks. <laughs> God. I think the percentage is the same across the world, no matter of what, whatever people believe in that country. God. Fuck off. Oh, it's, yes, exactly. And that's a good place for us to finish this up here. We've given you about 19 minutes of after show. We plan on giving you more if we can <laughs> ever trim the episodes down to a decent time. <laughs> But it seems that we're stuck in like the two and a half hour point there. But you know what? You guys enjoy the show. Thank you for being patrons. And we I just realized we forgot to thank Lee and Robert earlier for their supported on the support on the show. So I will come in and chime in with that here as the after editing. But you guys don't care about that. So anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for your support. And we do plan on making the show bigger, better, and greater in all things. And Until longer. then, and longer. <laughs> and longer. We need more time. Have to record over two days and edit it down to an eight-hour episode. Oh my god, couldn't imagine. <laughs> I wouldn't put you guys through that as much as you guys might like listening to it. I don't think I don't think you guys would really. No, that wouldn't happen. Anyway, twenty minutes. You guys have a good night. We'll catch you again next week. Uh, and until then, you're welcome. Have a good night. Good night, guys. <laughs>